Hello, and welcome to EdgeGuard. My name is Blake. Uh, I'm, I'm your usual host, but uh, I don't have Jordan with me at the moment. I'm actually just here to sort of introduce our, our very first uh, standard episode. This is, this is actually the first episode of the show we recorded, so we weren't really sure about the name or the format, so you'll hear Jordan sort of refer to the show as EdgeGuards or EdgeGuardians. Uh, which we've sort of moved past, and uh, neither of us introduce ourselves or say our names. So um, my name is Blake. The other voice you'll hear is Jordan. And uh, in this episode, we talk about a game called The Tea Room, which is a, a pretty cool uh, game that uh, I think our conversation was really interesting. So yeah, I'm going to get out of the way now and uh, let you guys enjoy the first episode of Edgeguard. recording Alrighty. so this is the uh first episode of well either edge guards or edge guardians uh and we're gonna be talking about robert yang's the tea room uh bizarre short little game uh built as a public bathroom simulator well, it's actually, Jordan, um, actually, the tea room is a historical public bathroom simulator about anxiety, police surveillance, and sucking off another dude's gun. That's true. As uh, Robert <laughs> Yang himself would put it on the pages, uh, the itch.io page. And that, that last clause is, uh, I'm sure, will um, raise some eyebrows. That's, that's the stinger, <laughs> sucking off another dude's gun. That's not... I've personally never played a game where you can do that before. I'm not sure how many other games where you can do that exist, but... <laughs> I'm going to say this is the one. You know, perhaps a, a fledgling genre will emerge from this. Yeah, but... sucking off another dude's gum simulator. Just the way Gone Home started the walking simulator movement, the tea room is going to start off the sucking off another dude's gum movement. Yeah, <laughs> although, really, if that comparison holds, they will all, none of them will be as good, because, like, Gone Home. Oh, shots like fired. The only, the only walking simulator that, more often that not, than not, that's used pejoratively, but Gone Home is very good. That's absolutely true. But, back to the tea room. So, I think probably both of us, given that description of it, uh, and the, uh, prominence of sucking off another dude's gun uh i think i don't know how are you how are you feeling going into playing the game what were your expectations for this game um well i so i was vaguely familiar with robert yang so my expectations were that it would be strange and that there would be sex um i hadn't actually played any of his other games but i had heard about some of the other ones like radiator um but that's about it. Uh, I knew I had read a little bit about it, so I knew the basic mechanic of like you need to look at people. Um, but oh, okay. other than that, it was pretty much uh, well that, and I knew about the guns. Okay, see that's interesting because I I had heard of uh, Robert Yang uh, mostly of from game developers retweeting his like classes or talks from game developer stuff because he's a i, I want to say he's a professor at like mm, i'm not gonna say because i don't remember so i don't want to say he sound is like a, a fool. professor here i can look it up right now i'm pretty sure he, nyu in, in a 
Yeah, yeah. I was going to say NYU, but I wasn't sure. But anyway, he's a, he's a game design professor. So I've seen, like, I saw, like, a short... I don't even know if it's a video or if it was just an image that he uses in a talk about, uh, like, designing first-person shooter levels. And I've seen a few other, like, oh, little bits and bobs. And then... Uh, I, I didn't like follow him on Twitter or anything, but I just kind of seen retweets or people liking tweets of his. And then uh, at some point I just saw this get retweeted, like, here's my next game <laughs> where you suck off other dudes' guns. And I was just like, okay. Like, what so does I, that even mean? Yeah, like, uh, okay. And then I, I got to the, the Itch.io page and, and, and read about it and kind of the the general idea of why he decided to make the game and like the i guess the what it's based on i guess it's kind of a weird thing yeah, to say yeah <clears throat> well that um, seems like a, a good moment to uh to just summarize the basic premise of the game sure. for people that aren't familiar with it so basically Absolutely. in the tea room uh you play as a stationary uh bathroom goer who is a bathroom in- cruiser let's say cruiser that's a more descriptive <laughs> word yeah, uh, and you're in a a bathroom. Uh, you can pee. the uh, The urinal has uh, like some water physics, so that that is a thing. Uh, I, I think urine physics actually is a that, little bit more accurate. Sure, it's probably a little different. <laughs> um, and uh, so, so you know, people come in like a standard bathroom, uh, and then the the premise is that since this is a bathroom where people uh, cruise for uh, we, we should sex, we, we should. We should be specific. This is a men's bathroom specifically. True, true. Men's bathroom. And, where you and when you... Known for a place for cruising. And so when uh, another person comes in, an NPC, you have to, like, stare at them long enough to communicate to them that you are interested in having anonymous sex with them. But you have to be careful because uh, not everyone knows that that's what this bathroom is for. So some people are just trying to pee. and They'll get weirded out if you look at them. And then also, there are uh, cops who might run a sting operation and arrest you for blowing dudes. Yeah, so, so basically what you're trying to do is hang out at the, at the urinal until a car rolls up outside the window, and you can like look out the window as you're peeing. And That's then true. A, dude, a dude will walk up to the toilet, and he'll start peeing. And well, he'll he'll whip out a prominent uh, gun from within <laughs> his pants, a floppy gun. Where, is, and then, where one might expect a penis to be. Uh, yes, one might expect that. Uh, and then you kind of like look over at him and some guys will like look back over at you and other guys will just pee and get out of dodge. Uh, but if, and there's like a, there's like a little meter where if, if guys are interested in you looking at them, they'll like the meter will start, will start filling. And then once the meter fills, they, uh, walk over to you and you assume, uh, the position and then a like disembodied tongue appears on the screen and (laughs) (laughs) the, the, the gun penis becomes quite turgid and you, uh, lick it until, uh, it fills up with enough bullets to, uh, shoot a lot of bullets and then uh, another satisfied customer uh, leaves <laughs> the leaves the yeah, bathroom. And, and the uh, the gun the will change one. from I think the the actual description on uh, Yang's blog was like from a Cronen- a fleshy Cronenberg color to a stainless steel gray or something like that. Yeah, so that's actually something that I was <laughs> that was one thing that I kind of didn't understand the point of because they they all the guns do start like flesh colored, and then as you. Uh, 
have increased success with uh, sucking them off, then they become more and more to be like a standard like gun, gun. metal or you know whatever they're <clears throat> they're supposed to be. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't know really what the point of that yeah, is. I wasn't sure what the significance of that was, or if it was anything at all. Maybe it was just to be like, I don't know, like oh yeah, get get to make this gun more sexy or something. I, I mm-hmm. don't I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, the, the I mean, naturally, many players will be uh, a little perplexed as to why these men have fleshy guns for their penises, and the yeah. the answer to that question is that um. Robert Yang, he's made like a number of games that are like thematized or are like otherwise about sex, and Twitch keeps banning him from uh, being broadcasted. So, as sort of a a polemical uh, middle finger to Twitch, he was like, "Well, uh, one, what will Twitch never ban? Guns. Guns. So yeah, he replaced and- it, replaced them with guns. Yeah, and so he he does cite that as being like one of the big reasons he did it, but then." I feel like an, another thing, it's kind of like a weird social or maybe even political comment that the thing has. It's just like, oh, it's cool because they're guns. And it, it revels in the guns each time. So, like, once you uh, finish uh, having a good time yeah. with with uh, another patron, then they, they'll leave. And the gun, it'll, like, show you the gun and it'll give you, like, stats. And, like, yeah, it's each- true. <laughs> and each successive time you get the same gun, it'll give you a new stat. So the first one is it'll like tell you the type of round that it fires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, I guess that's about as far as I got. I didn't play through play enough of it to like get a bunch of repeat guns mm-hmm. other than mm-hmm. um, to uh, to like see uh, I just wanted to see all the different guns that were that were on offer. Um, yeah, it, I mean it is. Yeah, I definitely think that is a, an explicit point being made by the, the the game. It's like, what is it about games that were like so okay with being, uh, we're like totally into the portrayal of tools for killing, but yeah. but a a penis, nope, can't have that in a game. But no tools for good old fashioned anonymous sex in a public <laughs> restroom nope. in the middle of the night. Okay, so the, there's something that we've kind of we haven't talked about specifically yet. But uh, when you open the game, it specifically has a little title card that says uh, 1962 Mansfield, Ohio. That's true. And and so if you if you do a little bit more research or if you just read even the first paragraph uh, of the itch.io page uh, right. this 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 game is based on a, uh, a it's loosely based let's say <laughs> on like a specific sting operation run by the Mansfield Ohio Police Department in the summer of 1962 mm-hmm. where they hid a camera behind the mirror of a public bathroom with and it wasn't just a it was like this is 60 so it's not just like a camera that's battery operated there is a man hidden in a little compartment behind a public bathroom mirror filming other men meeting in a public bathroom yep. and uh, engaging in all, all manner of uh, homosexual activities. Um, specifically, this was done with the intent of uh, arresting these men and uh, giving them, charging them with sodomy and then they would, in court, they would show the footage yeah. to be like to uh, in- get them incarcerated. Yeah, it's um, it's it's kind of wild because like, uh, well, so most of the um, that that story is most famous because uh, a like sociologist in the seventies, uh, I think he addressed this on his blog, but uh, wrote a book about the like like rituals of 
of men who would do this in this particular bathroom and ones like it. Um, and there's there's a whole lot of questions about like the ethics of um, <clears throat> the ethics of like uh, describing this practice, which was like by definition had to be secret because you'd get arrested if you did it in the public. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess I guess it should be noted that that's the reason this game is called the Tea Room is because in gay communities, mm-hmm. a pu- a place where it, men would it was known that men would uh, cruise for anonymous sex were called tea rooms. Yeah, uh, and so that's why this is this game is the Tea Room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I, th- I I didn't finish the game myself, but if you get to the end, uh, you'll it'll show you like um, it'll reveal that there's police filming you your avatar in the game and i think it also shows you some uh some like archival footage from the trials like you can see actual pictures from that the police took in the 60s yeah yeah so so this is where this game got pretty interesting to me because at at first at first i thought it was going to be like a real goofy sex game uh, when I first just heard like sucking off another dude's gun and then <laughs> reading the itch.io page, it was like, Oh, okay. So this is going to be like more of a political thing. And I thought it was going to be a little bit ham fisted. I guess I thought it was just going to be like, I don't know. I, I, th- I felt like it was a lot more, uh, deft with, uh, conveying the, the themes that I feel mm-hmm. like the, that Robert Yang was trying to get across. Yeah. Like, the I don't know I felt like it was pretty successful it got me very interested in uh, like the, the whole subject matter and it definitely made me feel pretty uneasy when like some of the some of the guys that will will come into the the bathroom they'll be like really eager like the little bar that fills up as yeah, you like stare like, at them yeah they'll like will fill up super fast mm-hmm. and then and then a police car will roll up like while you're getting down with them and that's something that actually in a, in his blog post I read was intentional. It's like those those characters are meant to be like um, meant to be like undercover cops because it was actually a pretty common uh, practice. This uh, I think he said that the the Mansfield Ohio sting was the only one that actually like filmed in a public restroom, uh, but it was it's like not uncommon in American history for police to have sting operations where undercover officers solicit sex from gay men in order to uh, charge them with sodomy or similar charges in this in this particular case did the did the police then engage at all like how far would it be before the police would stop and arrest you like so that's that's something that i'm i'm not i'm not certain of at all Mm -hmm. uh i've done a certain amount of research but not enough yeah, like, and none of it's from the side of the police but yeah, I, yeah, I do yeah. know that the tea room the the specific like the random number generator uh percentage of how many of the men that walk in are undercover uh cops is 23 percent, which is based on an actual real life uh statistic of i think it was uh, people who had said like homosexual people that had said they'd been sexually assaulted or something 23 percent said that uh okay here we go it was by a police officer yeah yeah it says uh thankfully no other u.s police departments went to such creepy lengths to prosecute men for having consensual sex with men but many departments did deploy undercover undercover plainclothes officers to actively solicit and entrap men uh thus each npc in this game has a 23 percent chance of being an undercover cop as in my okay let's skip skip skip. Uh, i specifically used a relevant statistic from a 20 15 study of anti-LGTB violence uh, 
uh, LGP. <sighs> oh my God, L. GBT people who've survived abuse or violence from a stranger. Police officers were twenty three percent of the perpetrators. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, that that number's like distressingly high. That is yeah. like, <laughs> it's like, hmm, that's yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's one in four. That's pretty bad. Turns out, real that's quite bad. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I I actually and that that kind of fascinated me that I've I've never thought about a game like this like using actual real world statistics to. Mm-hmm. Uh, to like feed gameplay because he does that uh, for another thing too which is the number of uh like black guys that will come into the bathroom which was based on uh the most like the nearest census data from mansfield mm-hmm. ohio yeah, I saw that. for the time period so uh-huh. it's kind of like uh i don't know it's 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 pretty interesting and i think it's a surprisingly nuanced approach to mm-hmm. talking about uh specifically uh how homosexual people are targeted uh by police and and living in fear because i I think and and today at least from my perspective a a lot of times uh you you hear a lot about like people of color being targets um but i guess i hadn't quite thought as much as uh homosexual or lgbt people being being targeted by Mm -hmm. police and having a particularly um I guess maybe violent isn't quite the right word, but uh, uh, unpleasant p- uh, past with police. So this was definitely yeah, like... I mean, definitely the the past would be more violent than today. I mean, there's, there's yeah. uh, just a lot, of, a lot of history of that. I mean, it's certainly better now, but... Um, sure. Uh, I, I, one of the things I found most interesting about this game was the... the, the way that it can like, make you feel une- uneasy about each each person that you're looking at um uh because like part of it's just like the expressions that the really like obsessive ones that turn out to be police yeah they just like stare at you so intently and then also once you understand the mechanics of the game it's like oh is this guy a cop is he not and um yeah the, the like fact that the looking is the mechanic i think like just makes that so fun because um you're used to being able to in a game look around uh like get information about the space you're in and Uh not have the process of getting information about the space be like something that affects the space you're in uh um i i generally don't even think about you know when i'm playing a first person game uh no think about like the fact that my avatar is moving their head quote unquote uh, it's yeah, like, and just like staring at people or staring at weird corners of the map, like you don't think about that. But uh, I, I think you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Like I actually, when I first started playing, I didn't know how I was supposed to like engage. So I just like was kind of this guy was staying at the stall forever, and I'm like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> so, so I flushed the toilet, and then I could hear him stop peeing. So I looked over, and I look, I was looking at his his gun penis. Uh, and so for until until I had played it for probably 30 minutes I thought you specifically had to be looking at their gun to get them oh. to be like interested I thought it was supposed to be like hey like if you're peeking at my my member <laughs> then it's it's time for for things to, to to start happening but but it it did make me it it was very interesting that it's just like the main interaction you have with the game well, I guess until the uh, sucking off phase begins is just look, looking at mm-hmm. characters. And even I 
I'm not sure if I'm remembering this correctly, but I felt like there were some characters who clearly didn't want to engage you, but if you looked at them for long enough, they would like get uncomfortable and they'd kind of would they would oh, leave. Maybe, maybe maybe that was just coincidence that, that I looked at some guy and then he just happened to be done and left. But um, but that was something that I I thought I had noticed. I guess maybe that's I'm imagining that. Yeah, um, that's a. I'm not actually sure if that did happen to me or not. I mean, there are definitely people who did not like the the happy bar did not fill when I looked at that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which I mean, the the like happy bar is a little it's a it's a little contrived, but it, it's tricky, you know, raised as we are on games where looking is not an action. Uh, yes, it's, it's tricky to communicate to a player that that. I probably would not have gotten it if I hadn't like already read about the game beforehand yeah. or had like if I didn't read about it beforehand I didn't have the bar probably would not occur to me to try looking at people yeah um, but it's definitely interesting yeah absolutely um, so, so how did you feel I guess how, how far did you get in the game how many how many of the guns did you collect which the game refers to as trophies so yeah. after you've uh, <laughs> successfully uh, sucked off a guy uh, you like unlock his gun and then it is in your trophies you can go back into the um, mm. the stall that uh, the game starts in and uh, there are like little glory holes and like the the yep. gun penises <laughs> will stick through yep. the glory holes I only, which I thought was a I did very not get funny very touch many, um, so I I'm not sure if I'm remembering this right, but when the police catch you, you lose your trophies, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what happened to me. I got, um, I got had three, and that at the most, and the police caught me, and then I played it a couple more times and only got one before the police caught me. So I was very bad at this game. Uh, but um, yeah, that's that's yeah. one thing. This game surprisingly hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It was, I was like, am I just bad at this, or is this a tricky game? Um, yeah. But yeah, it was uh, pretty no, hard. It, it was actually pretty tough. So I had a similar situation where I got like two or three and then I just wanted to see what happened if I like let the cops catch me because the, the game says a little message where like uh, if you hear the cops come, stop whatever you're doing and leave the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I, uh, I let that happen once and lost my trophies and was a little bit bummed. Uh, and then the next time I went in, I got the, uh, I think it was like the M249. It was the, the saw, the, the big light machine gun <laughs> yeah, yeah. that has uh, that has 50 bullets. And so that's like the hardest gun in the game because each, each gun uh, has like a number of bullets in the magazine. Mm-hmm. And in order to get the person to successfully, uh, I guess, ejaculate, shoot off all the bullets, <laughs> uh, you have to like lick these little zones on their gun penis and you... You have to lick the number of zones equivalent to the number of bullets in the magazine. And uh, with each encounter, like, once the person walks in the door, you have, like, three minutes, I think. So you have to do three minutes of doing, like, the looking back and forth Mm -hmm, thing. mm -hmm. And then once it's actually go time, you have to go for it. So I, I, I got that gun... And I got up to like forty, and I just want to—I just want to paint a picture for you. It was so. It was. I woke up in the morning, and I was like, "Oh, I should—I should play Tea Room. We're gonna do the podcasting. I gotta—I should go play it right now." Uh, and the AC in my house had not turned on yet, so it's probably like eighty between eighty and eighty-five degrees in my room, and I'm sitting in like basically a t-shirt and my underpants playing this game. And I'm just aggressively shaking my mouse because you kind of like you aim your mouse onto the little zones on the gun and then you uh, like shake it back and forth really fast to, yep, yep, to make yep. it like fill up and pop. So I'm just like fucking hammering on yeah, this thing. Yeah, you're just like, like masturbating ah! your mouse. 
yeah and i'm like sweating and i'm like trying to make it happen and it, it actually like weirdly reminded me of some actual situations where i've been having some fun with a uh, a, a lady friend perhaps and it's like you're just trying to make it happen it's like it, are you are you there yet and they're like no close you're close and i'm just like i'm just like, it's like and by the end of it i i did get that gun it took me like three tries but i finally got all 50 i'm like s- sweating <laughs> from how much I'm like shaking my mouse. You know, that, that's actually interesting. I didn't think of this until you told that uh, very evocative story. Uh, but <laughs> but um, the I, I was sort of like a little confused by the like sucking off mechanics. Like you just shake your mouse. But I guess uh-huh. in a way, the fact that you have to move your mouse back and forth really fast, it, it almost like mimics like having to give a guy a hand job, right? You have to move your mouse yeah. back and forth a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're doing. And obviously, it's it's not a very accurate um, uh, depiction of like oral sex because it's just like literally a tongue that you're just flapping up and down. Yeah, it's true. Or at least I should hope if if that's how your oral sex is going. I also, should, you're coming straight from the side in a kind of weird way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but anyway, yeah. It was I definitely like that kind of clicked for me. Like I was kind of sweaty and I was like I had to work for that. And like one of the times I like I just straight up I wasn't able to to get it in time and it was just like. The, the disappointment felt uh, oddly related to uh, some experience that it misses that I may or may not have had. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, yeah. So, so that was a, a fun thing. So I think that was, that was one of the times where I was like, first of all, I was like, okay, this game is actually working for me pretty well because the fact that I was like invested enough in that thing to just be like going for it. And then also the way it was almost the poetic manner in which it, it, uh, maybe, uh, paralleled some real life experiences that that was when the game kind of clicked for me i was like i think i actually like this game yeah <laughs> like, I this thought, game is kind of good was clever um y- y- you know um I, I i i wasn't a huge fan of the, the the blowing mechanic but maybe i'll have to revisit it um uh thinking about it that way but yeah I mean, it was it was a little bit tedious, and I think maybe my experience was uh, pretty specific. <laughs> uh, but I, I I was surprised. That was just kind of the moment that it all sort of crystallized for me. That's like, oh, I actually like like this game, and I think mm-hmm. it's doing the things that it is trying to do pretty well. Yeah, uh, I think I, it's I mostly think it pretty successful. Um, so one sort of like tangentially related thing that that I thought was a. Uh, I don't know, interesting or clever about the game was um, he, he mentioned it in his blog the, the like functions the function of the bathroom in most games is a uh, it's like paradoxically non-functional the, the bathroom mm-hmm. exists not to be a bathroom but to show you that show the, you that their the bathrooms game, exist in this world yeah that the game development yeah. company has the resources to produce such an elaborate world that it has bathrooms yeah um, which is like funny because normally bathrooms are like the least ex- aesthetic place. exactly they are pure yeah function. it's like it's he, like oh listen to deus ex we're we're flexing our our shit we're gonna we designed this future toilet someone took the time to make the meshes and figure out how to have a flushing toilet in this game listen <laughs> peep our fancy ass cyberpunk toilet you can flush <laughs> it you can't shit in it but you can flush it and you can run the sink you can turn the sink on and off 
yeah it is it's definitely when he said that i was like oh yeah and i actually found that pretty funny because i did know like the second i loaded into the game i knew it was a unity game because uh i have experience developing unity games and i know how you can tell a unity game when you launch it because uh it'll there'll always be an executable and then a folder in like a directory in the same directory as the executable with the exact same name that but underscore data uh, because uh, that is how Unity games find the game data is by looking for that folder. And if you change the name for it, it'll break your Unity games. Fun fact. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> I knew it was a Unity game. And the second I loaded in, when you're like in the stall, I was like, this looks, it has broken free of the standard Unity game look. Because also, as a person who's made several games in Unity, they just, there's like a default look. I'm not sure what it is. It's probably the built-in lighting engine in Unity. Uh, that just has a very specific look and like most game developers that have made games in unity like if you make a unity game that's in 3d and someone says oh this doesn't look like a unity game then that's like a weird like source of pride of being like oh we like made it <laughs> not look like a unity game unity yeah so and that was like one of the first things i noticed it's just like oh wow this like this game looks like this game looks like an unreal 4 game not a unity game hmm. <laughs> um uh, but also, like, there was a, a, a ton of attention to detail. Like, uh, you mentioned that, like, as you pee in, in the in the urinal, the little basin, like, actually fills yeah, with yeah. fluid. <laughs> and if you if you pee on that fluid, the pee makes a different sound, and there's, like, a bubble Oh, I never effect. even noticed that. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, okay, there's, like, a surprising <laughs> amount of detail paid to this. Uh, and so I was glad that he, like, that was intentional, that on his blog he was, like, talking about the... Uh, the weird sort of uh i guess not maybe not quite opulence but just like flexing on like oh look how good our game is look mm-hmm. at this fucking sexy bathroom yeah yeah i i mean that that's definitely something a lot of games do just like this can exist we we can make this happen and then yeah, no one ever absolutely. uses it absolutely um i mean i don't know if there's anything interesting to say about this but like mechanically the game does not like you don't have to look at the dudes. Uh, you could just sit there and pee the whole time, right? You wouldn't ever... Yeah, and you never run out of pee. You don't have to flush at a certain <laughs> point. Like, the, the thing does fill, but I did try peeing in it long enough to see if it would overfill because I was really excited to see how the NPCs would react. But uh, unfortunately, once it fills, it doesn't, like, spill out or anything. Um, unfortunately, yeah, just stand uh, there. What, what a disappointment. Yeah, you could just pee, flush the toilet, and leave over and over again. I don't know why, because, uh, I mean, after a while, I think I unlocked, in total, probably five different guns, but at once, like, three. Uh, But I was like, I was... There was a moment where I asked myself if I wanted to get all eight guns, but then I specifically remember reading a line in the readme for the game. Uh, I'm going to pull it up right now. Uh where so he there's he includes a readme with the game about how to play it and the the last bullet on it is uh 100% in the game is neither necessary nor encouraged it's just there to fuck with completionists you know who you are <laughs> and only because i had read that i was like i can't play this oh, okay. game man i got to i got to get out i got to get out of here but but i did probably put like about an hour into the game like kind of exploring the different avenues that you could interact with it and sort of having a look at it so it was a, it was an interesting experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm uh, I'm glad I played it. I, I I would definitely recommend playing it. It's uh, it's free, so yeah, um, uh, it's like a P 
pay uh, i know itch.io lets you do yeah, it. yeah, it's pay, like a pay, pay what you want, you want but you can get yeah. it for free if you want mm-hmm. um which is yeah. which is cool yeah um, my, my, i would say my biggest takeaway from this game is i want um i want more games that use uh either specifically looking as a mechanic or more generally just like the way that you get information about the game world is itself a yeah. mechanic Okay. Yeah, like, because what if you're, like, playing Skyrim and you just walk into someone's house and you start reading some book and it's, like, what's the, like, the lusty maid, the one that's, like, about the Argonian yeah, lady? Yeah, it's, like, porn, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so what if you, like, went in and read that and then the person who owned that was, like, hey, that was my private book. You can't just uh, walk into my back room You can't and just read walk in porn. and read that. Yeah, like, hey, dog, listen, that's for me <laughs> and maybe my husband. <laughs> he needs to back up. reading my stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But I, I do agree that, like, that's a mechanic that is underutilized in more mm-hmm. mainstream games of, like, how you absorb information is, uh, is like, a, actually a discrete mechanic and the world reacts yeah. to it. Yeah, like, um, you, can't, you can't get information about the world without affecting the world. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm sure if I, I thought about it long enough, I could think of a game that does something. Yeah, similar. and I also liked how it, how it used, like, fear like i was actually kind of afraid of the like the sirens rolled up and i would like actually get antsy because like i'd be like in the uh going down on a dude phase of the game and then the police car Mm -hmm. rolls up and i'm like oh shit i can't i got the big gun with the 50 bullets i can't i can't lose now i have to (laughs) i have to go yeah i so i thought it was surprising successful in that in that so uh, anytime the police rolled up i didn't notice until it was too late did you like ever have a time when like the cops rolled up and you managed to leave the bathroom in time all but once because oh, you can huh. hear them you can hear their car roll basically i i think i just figured this out if there's already a car there and there's a dude in the bathroom if a car rolls up it's the police oh, and see? also i did not know yeah that. and also if if you if a car rolls up you just look over and it'll have the lights because there's the window off to the the left of the character um so yeah, you can yeah. like okay okay uh, yeah, so you can like look over there. So actually, other than the time that I intentionally uh, got caught by the cops, that was the only time. But yet, I still like had the sort of fear of like, oh god, at any point they could come. They're gonna steal my guns. <laughs> I want to. I want to go sit in my. I want to go sti- sit in my bathroom stall and have these uh, glorious gun penises come through the glory holes. <laughs> <laughs> you you were the completionist that he was making fun of. It is I, you. I was. I was fighting myself not to do it, which is is funny because normally in games like collectibles and stuff, I don't give a shit about. But I guess oh, it kind of being the whole game, I wanted to see all the different guns. Because so I guess this is another thing, another point that I just remembered is that like I'm kind of a person who I think guns are cool until I remember what they're for. So like <laughs> recently, uh, uh, you and I and our, all our other friends have been playing a lot of uh, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, True. and it's like a modern military game, and it's got all real guns. And it it reminded me of like this thing I would do in high school, which I was like I would play the latest Call of Duty, and I would go read about all of the guns in the game, like huh. all of my favorite guns, and I would like read about why they were designed, like what features they had. There's just something that's like cool about that to me and yeah, so i feel yeah. like this game also played on that for uh like played on that aspect a little bit of just like hey man guns are kind of cool but then every time i think man guns are cool then i'm like man guns are for killing people f- as fast as possible that is literally <laughs> what they are built for yeah so yeah. there's this weird thing i but don't see i don't really uh i don't really experience that i don't i, I sort of yeah i uh, I, I don't know how common that is me, but no i mean there's definitely yeah. 
There are lots of people. There are gun people. Like, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you're, and you're I, definitely I, on I, the, the light end. Like, there are people way more obsessed with yeah, guns. Than, yeah, uh, and I don't even have, like, interest in, like, owning guns. I just like reading about guns and how they're designed and, like, specifically variants of guns because most modern guns have, like, huge numbers of variations and, like, they have conversion kits for, like, you can have it fire a 45 shell casing or a 9 millimeter. Like, they have all these different variants and it's like, oh, hmm. the... Russian police use exclusively the nine millimeter variant, whereas U.S. military uses the forty-five millimeter variant. And I don't know something about that is like, I don't know why it's interesting to me. But like in the last few weeks, I've probably read three or four like full Wikipedia pages about like models of guns. <laughs> so, so this game kind of like fed on that part of me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he made some. Um, I'm trying to remember what he said, but he was talking about how like a. Uh, you know the mutual imbrication of the game and gun industries that like uh the like obsessive attention to detail that some games have about like gun design gun models gun functions yeah uh, it, it's sort of um is like a kind of low-key advertising for the gun industry absolutely yeah absolutely because because a lot of times like the the stats of the guns i i can't remember where i read this i think i read this a long time ago at least like a year or two ago but like in call of duty or some some first you know military game they had like actually based the stats of the guns in the game on like why they like what they were designed to be good at Mm. obviously within reason because balance is a whole huge thing in like a multiplayer game like that but they had like had that in mind as they're making them so mm. it's definitely kind of like a weird thing of yeah. like i'm sure i'm sure it has influenced someone to buy one gun over another because it's in a video game they like and it's a gun <laughs> that they like in that video game um yeah and it's interesting how it's sort of become an you know in an earlier generation of shooting games uh maybe like pre maybe pre-call of duty or something like people didn't care about the like fidelity of the simulated guns to the function of real guns or at least that was not a high priority now people mm-hmm. like freak out if guns are like get the slightest thing wrong like i, I oh, remember yeah. they have like go ahead like uh, in battlegrounds everyone's like scandalized by the fact that the what's the silent the vss uses the same like bullets that the ump does oh because yeah like, it's used a nine millimeter cartridge because it's actually like a long point yeah I, yeah I, that's like, VSS is one of the ones all, i read yeah. about the other day uh but yeah it's <laughs> like a uh it's like a longer nine millimeter cartridge so it's, it has one similar dimension but not the other and yeah, yeah. but yeah i definitely like in like a lot of g- games it's like since the gun is on your screen at all time they're just like model beautifully they like i swear they have like serial numbers on them that aren't even just textures they're like actually modeled into the mesh for the gun there's yeah just ridiculously detailed so yeah, yeah that, this is an interesting point yeah i would say um, a large percent of what i know about guns is through through video games would not know oh, absolutely much of anything really otherwise yeah um, absolutely I guess there's sort of something similar with cars, but less so, just because, like, racing games aren't as popular, obviously. Yeah, racing games aren't as possible. Uh, but I feel like the, like the Need for Speed games and stuff, like, they, they like to really really make it feel like the car is, is model, yeah, I mean, modeled on a real, a real car. 
yeah i mean was it for at one of the press conferences at e3 like last month uh i think it was either for forza or gran turismo they like had some you know uh concept car get brought up on the stage so oh really stuff yeah yeah they like had uh, it come up from and it's just like yo you can drive this sweet car in forza whatever the next one is <laughs> and it's gonna look really awesome on the xbox one x the most powerful console in history and so i think i think actually i think the car one is specifically because cars racing games that have realistic cars with shiny exteriors running at 60 frame per second just like is the most graphically like easy to convey how good a game can look when you're just like yo check out this fucking car dude look at you can see yourself in the, the reflection yeah, look, that's at this true. Car. <laughs> look how fast it goes <laughs> so yeah i think guns and, and cars have a, at least a similar uh fa- or games have a similar fascination with guns and cars i think that's mm-hmm. a good point yeah i mean it, it's sort of like the the like obsessive interest that uh pretty much exclusively dudes have with um like it seems like the the, the like gun nut and the car nut and like the uh, build your own computer nut. Those like mm-hmm. those interests seem related in some way. Like just yeah, like, I guess ob- obsessively knowing the details of the machines yeah. you use. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I definitely like guns and cars. I've thought, but I guess I haven't thought of as like PC building as much. I think it's I think it's similar in the way people talk about it, but I, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. the, the same people quite as often. Sure, sure. It's probably not, like, that related. Well, I, I was more thinking of, like, like whenever I try to buy parts for my computer and it's just, like, such a challenge to find stuff that's not glowing, doesn't have, like, oh. lights on it. I'm just like, this yeah. just feels like the same kind of thing as, Absolutely. like, people that have lights underneath their car or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely... The, that's another I, I agree I've never understood like all the lights on all my PC peripherals have to be the same color it's yeah. like why it just sits under your desk and like <laughs> makes noise yeah it's but, like I, w- I want a mouse that looks like something an adult owns not but whatever yeah mine mine just has like a nice subtle blue it does have like ra- the weird razor like three snake logo but other than that it's pretty it's pretty nondescript <laughs> uh so that's that's all I need. <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, anyway, back to the back to the tea room. Is there anything else that you uh, you had wanted to mention about the game? Um, let me let me think for a sec. Uh, and by think, I mean consult my uh, list my of mini notes. notes. That's uh, no, what I I'm doing we, as well. I think we uh, looked over thing everything that I I had written down cool well i i I just had a few smaller notes like so i I read the readme for the game and it has all like the credits and there were some fun things in there like there is a credited uh semen consultant uh bennett foddy is credited now the question is consultant to what degree is that serious and to what degree is that a joke uh probably a joke but although i did note because after i read that i did note that uh while you're playing the game like when the gun shoots there is like a uh semen evocative uh spray that gets on the on the game camera so yeah no i was um, i wasn't serious that's ob- it was obviously like 
Good joke. I don't think he was as invested in the semen physics as he was in the uh, urine physics. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I noted, this one, w- this one was really weird to me, is one of the guns... So I just saw the credit, Obrez modeled by Penn Ward, and I'm like, wait, like Pendleton Ward, the creator of Adventure Time? Wait. And it is absolutely, yep. What? Because, yeah, because he links a website, and is the website, it's like now kind of defunct. It hasn't been updated since 2008, and his last update was like, hey, my thing Adventure Time that I've been working up, it's just got bought by Cartoon Network. But absolutely, huh. the Pendleton Ward, the creator of Adventure Time, he probably just, like, I don't know, was messing around with Blender or something, or Maya, and made this gun, and he it must have been on the Unity Asset Store or, or something. But, yeah, I, I was huh. like, that is funny. Yeah. Man, I should really read the readmes more often. Yeah, man, gotta read the readmes. It's there for a reason. <laughs> it says readme. One reason, just to be read. Yeah, plus you can see all the sweet credits for, like, Unity Asset Store files of guns and sounds and all that good stuff. <laughs> oh, I just saw the... In the readme, it mentions Kilroy was here, Graffiti? Yeah, I actually, I had that in game. my note. Kilroy oh. was here, and I did not know what it was. I actually didn't end up investigating that. Uh, there was a plan a plan to but um i don't know i guess my my mind just interpreted it as a reference to the kilroy for isn't like sticks they have like an album where they talk about oh it's a mr roboto the the robot character is named kilroy oh huh because at the end of the song i'm kilroy yeah kilroy yeah i don't know if that's related but um i mean it might be a reference to kilroy's here thing kilroy's here is like a a like folk cultural icon famous from like the early and mid 20th century um yeah look it up it's interesting i just did there you go i'm not sure if people know there's a lot of speculation about what the like origin is Uh, my favorite theory comes from um uh this novel v by thomas pynchon where Mm. he speculates that it started as a uh, like an electrical diagram and it, there's like this electrical diagram that looks like almost identical to the Kilroy's here doodle huh uh, yeah it's I mean that's probably not where it comes from but it's a fun theory. oh I'm looking I'm looking at that now that is kind of yeah. interesting huh well if that's all we have to say about tea room if you can't think of anything else I think uh, we yeah might I think well, that was a pretty uh, uh, there. pretty full discussion yeah, yeah, it's uh, definitely a game that I was expecting to play for 10 minutes and have it be like, oh, this is a weird sex game, and then I ended up playing it for like an hour and change and being like, that's cool, and then I spent another hour reading about uh, the specific sting operation and like similar uh, homosexual mm-hmm. targeting police operations, and, yeah, yeah. It, and it made me feel sad for a day. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I would say so, the game did, uh, did the things it was designed to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I hope um, that I hope that we can find uh, games sort of like this that are obscure and strange, but that uh, definitely deserve being played and talked about. So. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, uh, we will talk about another game uh, soon, my friend. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, All right. Until bye-bye. next time. <laughs>